you can probably treat yourself to an ad-free upgrade, or at least grab an extra latte. After getting a Chime checking account with features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe, no minimum balance requirements, and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at Chime.com goals24. That's Chime.com goals24. Chime. Feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. A manhunt is still underway in Maine. Georgia's voting maps were struck down by a federal judge. And Taylor Swift dropped a new album last night. Well, new-ish. We'll explain. I'm Jeff Pierre, and this is The 7 from The Washington Post. It's Friday, October 27th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. Our first story today. In Maine, hundreds of police are searching for Robert Card. They believe the 40-year-old is responsible for Wednesday evening shootings in the city of Lewiston. At least 18 people were killed in the rampage at a bowling alley and a bar, and at least 13 were injured. Police say Card is armed and dangerous. Residents of Lewiston and nearby towns are on edge as a shelter-in-place order is still in effect. Businesses, offices, and schools as far as 70 miles east of Lewiston are closed. In response to the shooting, Maine's Democratic Congressman Jared Golden said he would now support an assault weapons ban. I have opposed efforts to ban deadly weapons of war like the assault rifle we use to carry out this crime. The time has now come for me to take responsibility for this failure which is why I now call on the United States Congress to ban assault rifles like the one used by the sick perpetrator of this mass killing in my hometown of Lewis and Maine. For the good of my community, I will work with any colleague to get this done in the time that I have left in Congress. At number two, the U.S. carried out two airstrikes in Syria on sites associated with Iran. Since the outbreak of the Israel-Gaza war earlier this month, U.S. personnel have been attacked nearly 20 times by Iran-affiliated groups in Syria and Iraq. The assaults have injured 21 U.S. service members. The Pentagon said last night that the U.S. strikes hit ammo and weapons facilities linked to Iran. Iran backs the militant group Hamas, which controls Gaza. The airstrikes follow a warning by President Biden to Iran's leader that the United States would act if provoked. Biden has faced increasing pressure to retaliate for the attacks on American personnel and to try and head off a wider war in the region. At least 27 people are dead after Hurricane Otis hit the Pacific coast of Mexico on Wednesday. That is our third story. The Category 5 hurricane battered the city of Acapulco. It was the most powerful storm to ever hit the area. It strengthened at a rapid pace, possibly fueled by a surge of ocean warmth. Videos from Mexico show buildings stripped to their skeletons. Acapulco relies on tourism for income, and one official said about 80% of its hotels were damaged. At number four, Georgia's voting maps were struck down by a federal judge. This is a win for voting rights activists who argued that the state's congressional and state legislative maps 
diluted the power of black voters. The judge ruled yesterday that the maps violated the Voting Rights Act. This means that the maps, which were redrawn by Republican lawmakers in 2021, need to be redone before the 2024 election. And zooming out for a second, judges are weighing the legality of congressional maps in about a dozen states. Those rulings could end up playing a pivotal role in determining the balance of power in Congress, especially in the House of Representatives. Charlottesville statue of Confederate General Robert E. Lee was melted down. That is number five. This statue had been a rallying point for white nationalists in Charlottesville before it was torn down. In 2017, calls for its removal prompted the deadly Unite the Right rally. One man drove his car through a crowd of counter-protesters, killing 32-year-old Heather Heyer and injuring 35 others. The statue was removed in 2021 and was held in storage by a Charlottesville museum, which cut it down into pieces. And last week, the statue was dropped piece by piece into a 2,250-degree furnace. There's some stunning footage of the process on our homepage. The statue's remains will be turned into a new piece of public artwork to be displayed in Charlottesville. Game one of an unlikely World Series matchup is tonight. That is story number six. So I should say here that this series is kind of a weird one. Neither the Texas Rangers or the Arizona Diamondbacks won their division. They combined for only 174 regular season wins. That is a historic low. Games one and two are in Arlington, Texas, tonight and tomorrow. Then the series shifts to Phoenix on Monday. Each game in the best of seven series airs on Fox. And last but not least, Taylor Swift dropped her recording of 1989 at midnight. Swifties had been waiting a long time for this one. It's a new version of the 2014 album that gave us songs like Blank Space and Bad Blood. It also has five previously unreleased tracks, including one song about a magical relationship. It's called Slut. Take a listen. This is the fourth album Taylor has re-recorded and released. It's part of her quest to own her master recordings, following a dispute with her former record label. That's the show for this week. Thanks for listening. Don't forget that a great way to support the work that we do is through a subscription to The Washington Post. Just go to WashingtonPost.com slash subscribe to sign up. We also just recently announced a new perk for Post subscribers. You can get access to our podcast ad-free in Apple Podcast. Plus, there's some more audio perks around the corner, like exclusive and early access episodes. You can subscribe in Apple Podcasts by looking for the Washington Post channel or through the link in our show notes. The assistant producer of The Seven is Taylor White. The staff writers are Jamie Ross and Hannah Jewell. John Taylor is our editor. Additional editing by Christina Quinn. Copy editing by Thomas Haliba, Melissa No, and Francis Moody. Mixing and sound design is by Jim Briggs and Justin Garish. Our theme music is by Edith Mudge. Our director of audio is Renita Jablonski. I'm Jeff Pierre. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend, and I will meet you back here on Monday.
The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening.